let's get ready to study God's Word. to another episode of Rightly Divide the Word of Truth. This is Andrew S. Baker, and it's time for another devotional study. Please be sure to visit us at biblestudy.asbzone.com, where you can find links to our previous episodes and various Bible study resources. Let's have a word of prayer before we get into today's study. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the privilege of pursuing these Bible studies in this fashion, we ask you that as we enter into this devotion, that you'll give us wisdom and understanding. In Jesus' name, amen. Today's study is entitled, Bridle That Tongue. And our verse for this study is James chapter 3 and verse 5, from the King James Version. Even so, the tongue is a little member, and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Okay. How great a matter a little fire kindleth. We're going to be looking at James chapter 3. I'm going to go through the whole thing pretty much. And it's talking about bridle that tongue. Bridle that tongue. Verse 1 says, My brethren, be not many masters, knowing that we shall receive the greater condemnation. For in many things we offend all. If any man offend not in word, the same is a perfect man, and able also to bridle the whole body. Okay, he's about to get into this idea about the bridling, but... Before we do that, let's look at verse 1. Be not many masters. We need to be consistent. We don't want to be hypocritical. We don't want to be bossing other people around. We want to be in control of our own selves. That's what's important for us. And he goes on to say that there are a lot of areas in which we offend people, primarily in speech. James, if you look through the book of James, James emphasizes how we conduct ourselves. I think all of the apostles deal with our conduct to some degree, but James is really emphasizing how we behave relative to how we speak. Um, and here he focuses on the tongue. So look at what he says. Behold, we put bits in the horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, and are driven of fierce winds, yet are they turned about with a very small helm, whithersoever the governor listeth. Okay, so he's saying huge ships can be navigated just by moving their rudder. Okay, just by moving the rudder. The rudder is a small member that, based on its angle, will allow the 
um, the craft to be driven in whichever direction is required. We see that with birds and how they fly and fish and how they swim. Just a little rotation of the feathers, a little rotation of the fins, and the creature can make great changes in direction. Verse 5. Even so, the tongue is a little member, and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. So he's made reference to the tongue as the kindling of a fire, the rudder of a ship, the bridle in a horse's mouth. Verse 6. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. So is the tongue among our members, that it defileth the whole body, and setteth on fire the course of nature, and it is set on fire of hell. For every kind of beasts, and of birds, and of serpents, and of things in the sea, is tamed, and hath been tamed of mankind. But the tongue can no man tame. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. He goes on to show that although man has been very successful in domesticating all sorts of animals, man has a serious problem with the domestication of the tongue. And then he goes on to explain some of the problems. Verse 9, Therewith bless we God, even the Father, and therewith curse we men, which are made after the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceedeth blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not so to be. Doth a fountain send forth at the same place sweet water and bitter? Can the fig tree, my brethren, bear olive berries? Either a vine, figs? So can no fountain yield both salt water and fresh. Okay? We can't have a mode in which we are operating with Christian principles in how we speak and then a mode where we don't, right? God has been very consistent in applying an agricultural metaphor to his people. And one of the primary metaphors that are used within the agricultural paradigm, a tree yielding forth fruit. If you are a certain kind of tree, you're always going to yield a certain kind of fruit. If people see specific fruits coming out of your tree, that indicates what kind of tree you are. So it's very important for us to have Christ-like fruit all the time. And this is where he goes from verse 13. Who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. And let's be clear, the word translated as conversation here is broader than just speech. 
but it does include speech, right? The old English word conversation really means the way we would use it today, conduct. It's about behavior, including speech, okay? It's not behavior in absence of speech, and it's not speech only. It is how we talk and how we live. Verse 14, But if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not, and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Okay? So again, if we claim, if we profess to be God's people, but our speech betrays us, it betrays us, it betrays the fact that we are not God's people. Right? It betrays the fact that we are of another spirit and we possess a wisdom that is not from above, but is earthly, sensual, and devilish. The wisdom that's from above is pure, peaceable, gentle, right? This reminds you a lot of the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace. Right? If we claim to be of Christ, we need to have the works of Christ, the fruit of Christ, and we need to be making disciples as Christ did. If we behave differently, we may make disciples, but they will not be in the mold of Christ. So it's important for us to understand that the taming of the tongue, the control of our speech, which ultimately begins with the control of the mind, right? If you decide that you can think anyhow you want and just control it at the lips, things are going to slip in order to make sure that what comes out of the mouth is what's swirling around the head. You've got to make sure that the things that swirl around the head are in accordance with God's will. Otherwise, you're going to slip and let things out that were in the head but being guarded at the front door. That's a dangerous game for a Christian to play. A Christian must think always, have the mind of Christ. That way, the only things that can come out of the mouth are things that were circulating in the mind. Jesus said, by their fruits you shall know them. And that's what this verse is saying, that's what this passage, this chapter is saying, with just more words. It's helping people to understand that you can profess what you want, but the way that you live and speak will indicate whose team you are on. James 3 verse 5 says, Even so, the tongue is a little member, and boasteth great things. Behold, how great a matter a little fire kindleth. Let's, uh, let's pray 
for the strength to be able to bridle our tongue and thereby control our entire body. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you once again for your word, your mercy, and your goodness to us. We thank you for the privilege of these passages here that help us to understand how our conversation, our conduct, our lifestyle needs to be in harmony with your will. Please bless us. Help us that we will seek to have right thoughts and seek to regulate our tongues so that we will rightly represent you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. You can reach us via email at BibleQuestions at ASBZone.com. We look forward to hearing from you, whether you have questions, comments, suggestions, or concerns. We also recommend that you check out the True Wisdom podcast, where Robert and I discuss Bible stories and topics together. Both of these podcasts can be found on over a dozen platforms, including Spotify, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and much more. Please remember our ministries in your prayers. Until we meet again next time, may God richly bless you as you prayerfully study and share His Holy Word. Thank you.